0: November is going to play a huge part in that. And I think everybody, including Democrats, though, the few will admit it, but some will, uh, expecting a red wave. And uh, we hope that's the case with the race for governor, too, because Kathy Hochul's a louse. She needs to get out. So whether it's Rob Bastarino or Lee Zeldin or Andrew Giuliani, any one of those three will be in a much better shape. And one of those gentlemen, who's a very good friend of the show, is uh, on the line right now, former Westchester County politician, and a great radio guy, too, really good on the air, and that's our friend Rob Astorino, who's back in the New York Post. I don't know, you've got a deal like Curtis Sliwa. Good morning, Rob. How are you, buddy?
1: <laughs> I'm good, guys. How are you? We're doing good. Could you, be worse, thank
0: you. Are you upset today that the Dolphins uh, sent Devontae Parker to the Patriots?
1: No, because they've got the grace, the best receiving core right now with Hill, Waddle, and Gesicki's a, a tremendous tight end. So, no, I think they're great. They need, they need offensive linemen to protect Tua, and they'll be explosive.
0: Okay, can you name the Dalpin coach?
1: Oh, oh, the nerd? McDaniels. <laughs> yeah. I
0: forgot his name. I can't even tell you what his name is. I know Brian Flores got fired. I'm like,
1: yeah. I, you know. McDaniel, he's like, he's yes. like a dweeb.
0: He is a dweeb. That's exactly right. He's one of those nerdy guys, those computer guys. But but of course, there's more important stuff to discuss in the Miami Dolphins. Right, Bernard? Oh, indeed.
2: Uh, Yeah. No. Yes, there is. Rob Astorino. (laughs) Hey, listen, uh, there there was an article in The New York Post yesterday about uh, your competitors uh, on the Republican side. uh, Lee Zeldin and, of course, Andrew Giuliani, that they're vying for the Trump endorsement. And uh, didn't, make, make, make much, didn't make much mention about you, Rob Astorino, just to say that uh, you're not even on Trump's radar is what they said. But you differentiate yourself from those two candidates because you, you've proposed something that's really huge that these guys haven't broached yet. Tell us about that.
1: Well, a couple things. First of all, Donald Trump and I have been friends for a long time. He's uh, given money to my campaigns in the past when I was running for Westchester County Executive, and we do stay in touch. And I don't put any room, uh, I, really. These rumors I could care less about, including some of these polls that are completely whacked out. But there are important things that we have to be talking about. Leah Thomas, for instance, is in the news, obviously, and has been for a while. Uh, he's the swimmer um, in the University of Pennsylvania on the he, swim team. What do you mean? I was, like, there. I, I was I, waiting for you. I was I, waiting for one of you to pick that up. Right. I
2: already like that. Beautiful. Continue, Rod. That's beautiful. No, you got to call her she. That's not right.
1: No, 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 no. Huh? Look, no. <laughs> when somebody gets out of the pool and there's a bulge in his Speedos, uh-huh. I don't have to call him uh-huh. a e. Uh-huh. Th- there's right. a bulge a in G. the onion
2: <laughs> in the onion bag. There's a bulge, as, uh, <laughs> Come on. as Tommy Smythe says.
1: This is, I mean, this is the absurdity that we're dealing with, and you talked about it, uh, about Biden a little while ago with gender reconstruction surgery. The fact that we are having this discussion or debate, and there are people who think that this is logical, is is real crazy. And the fact that I have to say that biological men should not be competing in sports with biological women, the fact that I have to say biological is absurd. And And this is about parental rights. It's about protecting women and girls and their sports. Now, I have two daughters, I have a son and two daughters, and I've coached them all in in basketball, and I'm still coaching my my 12-year-old in CYO, and I love it. And the fact that she, and she's pretty good, by the way, the fact that she may lose a roster spot or a championship or, or a scholarship to a guy who is playing on her team makes me it makes me crazy, and I know it notions. does to other parents, too, and it makes no sense. You know, we were watching last night the, the UConn-South Carolina women's NCAA finals, and, you know, we, we love watching these games together or going to some of these games, and I, I said to her, could you imagine if one of, the, one of the guys from the UConn men's team who couldn't play or was on the bench was playing for the girls' team? And she said, why would that happen? <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously, why would that happen? Yeah. But all he has to do is label himself transgender, and now he can compete. So I really do think we need to protect parent, uh, parent rights, but also, of course, the rights of girls and women who are being completely pushed aside here. This is absurd that we're even having this discussion in this country. No, we agree.
0: And talking about South Carolina, by the way, much in the spirit of St. Peter's, who uh, people fell in love with after beating Kentucky and Murray State and Purdue. Then they wore BLM t-shirts and came under fire. I don't know if you saw this last night. Most people didn't. It's women's basketball, but they did not stand for the national anthem. The South Carolina women's basketball team, they went on to win the whole thing, beat jo- Geno Auriemma and UConn, but they did not stand for the national anthem. Again, I think another blemish on uh, on sports today, despite the big win for the girls last night
1: so rob that's disgraceful it really is is. and by so uh, what i'm I'm saying is as governor i will make sure that this is stopped i will not allow uh biological men or boys to be playing in women's or girls sports in our college system or in our in our athletics in in competition it it, it's we've got to we've got to speak up we can't be afraid what's happening with disney right now is absurd what's happening with this bill, and and if anyone would read it, it's not a don't say gay bill, it's seven pages, it's do you want... Your five-year-old to be taught sex? No, right. just like I don't want him or her to be taught calculus. It's not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. right. But listen, at the end of the day,
0: that matters if you're going up against Kathy Hochul, and we've had these conversations before. But hey, we start talking about these elections well in advance. The truth is, Lee Zeldin feels the same way you do. So does Andrew Giuliani. Neither one of those guys is okay with men competing against women.
1: So Have I they know- said it. I haven't heard them
0: say. Uh, it. Yeah, Lee said it on this show. So and, and they listen. Just trust me. They do. <laughs> so, at the end of the day, what differentiates you from the other two? You've got to get past them before you get to Kathy Hochul.
1: No, no, good question. So, I think a couple things. First of all, results, right? I mean, we, could, we all do agree. I would say you're right. We probably agree on 95%, 99% of the things. Correct, right? so correct. what separates us? Number one, for me... Its results because I was elected countywide as a county executive. An executive role is what we're going for. I had to deal with Democrats in a legislature, and I got just about everything done. Never raised taxes, cut them. You know, we did all those things that are really important. And and when I had to be as strong against them, I didn't I didn't falter at all. You know, I went up against Obama and Eric Holder and saved our suburban zoning because they wanted to abolish single-family residential. It's coming back, by the way. I have been through those battles, have the scars on my back, and I'm ready to go up against them to save the suburbs. These are kind of issues that I've had to deal with so its results people can talk about it. I also think there's a big difference, and this is, you know, people say, well, this is not fair. Of course it's fair. I mean, we're talking about our public records You know, Lee Zeldin had his shot in Albany. For four years, he was a state senator in the majority with Cuomo and was a reliable vote with Cuomo and for Cuomo on all the budgets. He passed all the budgets for Cuomo. That says, wait a minute, you know, this you cannot go along and get along. This is a huge battle to save this state. And, you know, if you're going to call Cuomo – Uh, wonderful, which he basically did, and said he should be president of the United States, which he did, if you didn't know in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, that Cuomo was corrupt, that Cuomo was awful, that the Cuomo agenda is is the train that we're still on right now, then we've got a difference, a big difference. And so while I was calling Cuomo corrupt and running against him and calling out my own Republicans in the Senate for not changing course, that's a big difference between us. So that I is, think that comes into play, and that's a legitimate public debate that we should be having. Nothing personal. It's a public debate.
2: Huge difference. So Rob Astorino, former Westchester County executive, just quickly back to the uh, banning biological males competing with uh, females in sports. I think with it, the turning point will be, speaking of basketball, is if a white guy like Leah Thomas went into a sport which is dominated by black African-American females, and then tried to pull that crap, I think that's when you'll see the turnaround culturally. Everybody will say, no, 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 no. This is no good because, again, the the optics of some white guy, uh, you know, barging into, uh, again, a, a, a black-dominated uh, sport like bas- women's basketball would be too much for the, uh, well, for, for, for the minorities to bear and for everybody. But uh, back to the don't-say-gay bill Rob Astorino In fact, excuse me, the Parental Rights Act, I should say. Right, exactly. Why why hasn't any state legislator here in New York or or Nick Langworthy or anybody put forward a bill like the Parental Rights Act and put these woke tards on the defensive? I understand (laughs) we have a razor-thin majority in the uh, state assembly. I mean, wouldn't that be a good idea?
1: Well, no. We're way behind in the assembly and in the Senate. But that doesn't matter. We should be having this debate. They should have the courage to put this forward. This is about parental rights Uh, i read that seven pages if anyone read that florida bill they would say what is what is the objection here i don't get what the argument is and there is none and there should be none and we should be talking about that we shouldn't be afraid of this stuff because when we are silent they win and by the way these crazies they really aren't crazy they're cunning but they're dangerous and this agenda right now is really dangerous and we've got to fight back and uh, you know, I've had the guts to do it in my career, and won't back down. And this is this is an important topic because it's not, you know, some people get squeamish. Well, I don't want to talk about, I don't want to offend anyone. No, you're not. You're not offending people. No. You're standing up for the rights of your daughters, and 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 opportunities for them. Title IX. We're now at the 50th anniversary of Title IX, which was amazing legislation. I mean, you think about, you know. 25, 30 years ago, there were hardly any opportunities for women in sports. There just weren't. Maybe a field hockey team, right? Other than that, they were, on, they were yeah. watching or cheering. Yep. Now they're playing, and they're in jeopardy of losing that. So let's just take the five worst men's, you know, the five worst guys on any team and put them on the women's team, and let's see how that is. <laughs> let's see about the public outcry. There won't be women's sports anymore. It's just a complete mockery now, so we, oh. we've got to stop it
0: that's a great job Rob but uh, as always a great job and we look forward to putting you back on this show time and time again leading up to the big election in November and do we have any idea well it's way early but any idea when uh, you'll be in the same room with just Lee and uh, Giuliani forget about this Harry Wilson this clown uh, The three of you in uh, in the same room anytime soon what do you hear?
1: I think there's a debate scheduled I want to say June 8th for CBS really? TV and radio throughout the state yeah I think so so that'll be a lot of fun.
0: Well, the, the bigger question is, what about CBS? You three need to be in this studio. We need to have an official. You're, I know you're ready. I'm going to send out the, uh, the text to Lee. We'll get Giuliani, too. And I think there should be a a, a very uh, debate right here with Bernie and Sid in the morning. Don't you think? I can Rumble. be there by
1: 930.
2: I like it. I like it. He's ready to fight. Rob Astorino's ready to fight. <laughs> the you Bill de Blasio
0: schedule. Hey, Rob, you are great today, buddy. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, guys. Take care. Take care.